everyone here out there all around the world, obviously everyone in Canada, welcome. Welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. And ladies and gentlemen, I am still... I am still all hot and bothered about that FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Turns out my kink is consequences. <laughs> We're learning more juicy deets about the raid. It's becoming increasingly clear that the search was tied to an ongoing investigation into whether the former president took classified records from the White House to his Florida residence. Spoiler, he did. <laughs> we already know he did. No matter what it is, it's always what you thought, but worse than you imagined. <laughs> he incited an insurrection. He extorted Ukraine. He put the bop in the bop shoe bop shoe bop. He put the ram in the ramalama ding dong. Then made the ramalama ding dong sign an NDA. <laughs> and he's already he he's already admitted that he did it about seven months ago. The former president revealed that he had unlawful possession of classified material when he turned over 15 boxes of items to the National Archives. So, I'm sure you're saying, hey, Steve, if he turned it over, why'd the FBI go back? Well, turns out, as investigators sifted through the initial 15 boxes, they grew concerned that the former president had not, in fact, returned all the government property. One hint was that the Mar-a-Lago buffet was serving unlimited shrimp out of Abe Lincoln's hat. <laughs> so, Monday, they went back, they searched the joint, and the agents took about 12 more boxes. Keep in mind, these 12 boxes were kept in the basement storage area. That's where he kept classified government documents in a basement in Florida? Was there no room left in the kiddie pool full of pythons and mildew? And it gets worse, because only after the former president's lawyer received instructions to secure the room this past spring did they add a padlock. So before, it was just open. <laughs> to make a great action movie, National Treasure 3 found it behind the Christmas ornaments. <laughs> the FBI's... I gotta... You gotta... There you go. I'm in there. The FBI's dress code for the event was indictment casual. A handful of agents were in suits, but most wore T-shirts and cargo pants. Yeah, so good luck getting your dad to change his outfit now. <laughs> no way, kiddo. Old dad's got his tactical shorts on, like the G-men. I need the extra pockets for my night vision goggles and my three different iPhone chargers. You should plug in. You're at 70%. <laughs> Right-wing media has taken the FBI's successful attempt to recover stolen classified documents pretty hard. They're calling America a banana republic. And everywhere you look, there are conservative calls for a civil war in the U.S. That is scary. Okay, if we don't leave the ex-president alone and give him whatever he wants, it is possible a bunch of neo-Confederates could violently attack the United States a year and a half ago. <laughs> in fact... We don't want it. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> In fact, right after the FBI raid, the term civil war started trending on Twitter, which can only mean one thing. The civil war is dating Pete Davidson. <laughs> I'm happy for them. Very happy for them. One person who's especially enraged is Fox News host and the number one realtor in Uncanny Valley, 
Janine Pirro. Judge Janine had some advice for the Justice Department. You do not break into a house of a guy that you've been working with for nine months that you have to admit has been cooperating with you for presidential records? No. It wasn't a break-in, Janine. They had a warrant, and he didn't cooperate. Cooperating would have been handing over all 27 boxes. He kept 12. That's like a smuggler saying, Your Honor, I turned over half of my heroin. What do you want? All of my heroin? What next? The cocaine? Okay, the co... Okay, you want the cocaine. I'll be right back. You can have that. <laughs> Former president's lawyer floated this conspiracy theory. Quite honestly, I'm concerned that they may have planted something. Good point. What if they planted those 12 boxes of evidence? <gasps> That's why they were wearing cargo pants. <laughs> this is a banana republic, and they're 30% off. <laughs> of course, they're a pair of pants. They're a type of pants. <laughs> of course, no clown car would be complete without presidential son and phantom of the conference room. Eric, Eric jumped on the rage wagon to explain how he knew this was a political hit job on his dad. Make no mistake, Jesse. I mean, I, I know the White House as well as anyone. I spent a lot of time there. I know the system. This did not happen without Joe Biden's explicit approval. Of the course. White House approved of this. If there's one thing I learned from my dad's time in the office, it's that the president definitely interferes with the Justice Department. That thing? No, I'm serious. I am serious as a heart attack. Heart attack. Nothing happens without his approval except me. Eric's dad, <laughs> Eric's dad also weighed in, saying, I've never done anything wrong. Nobody can prove that I ever did anything wrong. It's pretty tough when a citizen with an unblemished record must be hounded from his home. I'm feeling very bad, very bad. How would you feel if the police paid to protect you, acted toward you like they acted toward me? I'm sorry. I'm actually, I'm being told that's not a quote from the former president. That's a quote from Al Capone. <laughs> Mm. Oh. Mm. Got Six to one. Six to one. Obviously, I'm joking. They're nothing alike. Al Capone's crime was organized. <laughs> so, why? Why didn't Al Capone? Al Capone fans. <laughs> Former president is not the only one in trouble with the law. So is former New York mayor and... <laughs> and baby who likes what you're doing with those car keys. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. This one... This one comes from the investigation into the ex-president's election interference in Georgia, where he demanded that the Georgia Secretary of State somehow find him 11,780 votes which, coincidentally, is the same number of investigations he's now under. 
Rudy was one of the key players behind that plot, and he has been ordered to testify before a grand jury in Fulton County next week. Oh, you gotta feel bad for Georgia. First the devil went down there, and now they have to get a visit from Rudy. Mel. At least they're both great at fiddling. Really? No? No? That's fair enough. Fair enough. Technically, he was playing the organ. But... <laughs> thank you very much. You're welcome. But Giuliani's attorney tried to fight the summons, claiming Rudy couldn't fly to Atlanta because of a recent heart stent operation. Apparently, doctors had to remove a blockage obstructing the flow of life-giving Beaujolais. The judge wasn't having it in this case, and the judge ordered Rudy to get to Georgia this month by a train, a bus, or Uber. <laughs> Basically, whatever vehicle he wakes up in. And there's just... It's not just bad news for our ex-president, there's also good news for our current president, because today, the Labor Department reported that inflation dropped to zero. It is flat. Inflation... Up for the year, but flat from June to July, and not a minute too soon, because American families have been hit hard by high prices. Even wealthier families, case in point, richer people are eating more at Applebee's (laughs) and IHOP. Well, of course they are. Have you ever had a deep-fried mozzarella stick? I'm happily married, but that's my hall pass. (laughs) I love that food, and it has nothing to do with inflation. Applebee's and IHOP are where you can taste all the tasty tastes. The salts are salty, the fats are fatty, and the four-cheese mac and cheese with honey, pepper, chicken tenders is all of those things. (laughs) And when I used to be on the road, I ate there all the time, and I never regretted eating at an Applebee's while I was eating it. (laughs) And IHOP is undoubtedly the best place to go in the morning to recover from eating at Applebee's the night before. (laughs) On an earnings call, a company spokesman said uh, that folks often dined at more expensive restaurants are now finding Applebee's and IHOP because of their well-known value. Yes, everyone loves a deal, including the wealthy. Amanda, get your passport. We're going to the House of Pancakes International. (laughs) Garçon, je voudrais le Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity, s'il vous plaît. (laughs) Too sweet. Because, thank you, I speak several languages. I speak ubby-dubby. Because these restaurants have a tonier clientele now, they've actually raised their prices, but thrown in bonuses, like adding a dozen shrimp for a dollar when you order a steak. That's where I get a little suspicious. (laughs) There's no way 12 shrimp can cost a dollar. If you're paying eight cents a pop, those aren't shrimp. Those are sea monkeys on steroids. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Kieran Culkin. My guest tonight is an actor you know from Igby Goes Down, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Succession. 
Give me. Just explain it's out of respect and you Hi, can take I'm the message. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I mean, it's just this guy, Tony Torex, are you kidding? Are you sure? Don't swear at him. Oh, really? It's not cool to tell the president to blow me? Hey, Mr. President, this, sorry. Yeah, no, so, oh, crosstalk, you go. Yeah, no, this is uh, actually, I'm his son, Roman. Yep, that one. Look, he can't talk right now, but uh, how you doing? Yeah, I will certainly let him know that you are upset. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Karen Culkin. Jeez. Hello. Nice to see you again. Oh, nice to see you. Thanks for being here. Thanks. I had a good time with you when you were here last September or something, something like that. Something like that. You and the, 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 pretty much the whole cast came here to talk about the show, which, yeah. you know, I and so many different people... Uh, Have seen. Yes. More than seen, okay. kind of a, kind of obsessed with, and oh, wow. and the show this year got 25 uh, Emmy nominations. I heard, and a record breaking. <laughs> you heard? I heard. Somebody called you. Yeah, I got, I got an email. A record 14 acting nominations, one wow. of which is you. Congratulations, for right. 14. Thank you. Yeah. Were y'all? Your producer backstage told me that that was a record. It I is. That's I a record. I just found no out. No shows ever gotten cool. that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is this, this your first nomination? Uh, no, second. Um, look it up, man. Like, <laughs> do do your research uh, before uh -huh. you have a guess. At KarenCulkin.com. Yeah. Yep. Should I just leave now? Do they? Sure. Why not? Okay. All why right. Not? Thanks for having me. So, uh, but do you guys have you have you been together since the nominations came out to celebrate? Uh, no, we haven't done anything. Like that, I think it, that happened, and then we just started going to work. And we don't all work the same day. So Wait, are you shooting right now? Yeah, I just came from set. A couple. Hours. I'm actually wearing costume. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. You the got guy, the haircut. The guy who mic'd me, he was like, "Where do I do the wires?" Go. Like, oh, actually, the, there's holes in the pockets to pull the wire because this is costume. I didn't occur to me until last night that I have to wear clothes to the show. Yes. I had nothing to wear. I have like, you know, I got two young kids, so all my clothes are just like oversized things with like avocado smeared on it. And <laughs> so like, I had nothing to wear, so I was like, ran into the wardrobe truck and said, duh, duh, dress me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on TV and it looks like I know this, how to is dress. This a, is this a Roman look? This is Roman, yeah. Okay. Is it? <laughs> Is there, is there any danger of slipping into Roman while you're in the Roman costume? <laughs> That's him. <laughs> That's him. I don't know. That's him trying to express <laughs> love. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, people are particularly uh, uh, thrilled. The people really like the relationship between Roman and Jerry, who's played yeah. by the great actress J. Smith Cameron. Jay, who threw a Drink in my face two I nights saw ago. That's, I wanted because here's the here's she, here's the two of you for the people who need slight okay. reminder. There you are. There's an uh, on again, off again. <laughs> will will he will she stop him uh, thing going on between the two of you? And she tweeted this. Um, I threw a drink in Karen's face tonight. Oh great, great, Why, great. And here's Thanks, the proof. Here's she, the she proof. posted it. Loser. Here's the life. proof. Of there's you post drink. Why did why did she throw a uh, drink in your face? Um, we just finished doing a table read for like the fourth episode, and she was like a little upset. She goes, "You you have a joke about my old age, and there's always so many jokes about how old I am." Um, which the show is pretty brutal about making fun of everybody. I think like sure. Dad has uh, in the show, Dad has made comments about me like being a bendy, <laughs> um, uh, laughing like a hyena. 
Uh, everyone gets insulted. My favorite insult was about uh, Connor, where somebody says, oh, yeah, my brother Connor goes, oh, is he the one with the face? Wow. I don't know how he, Alan's supposed wow. to take that one, but yeah. Yeah, that's pretty rough. No, no one but, is particularly nice to each other. In that no, family, and no. it's always like, the writers, are they just really unloading on us? And they just use No, we didn't say that, but the character said it. We, we just wrote it for them to say. <laughs> that's so, just what we think so about So what you. did you say back to that? So, like, you know, she was insecure about being old, and later on, we're having a dinner, and Sarah Snooks is saying, she's like, you know, um, men's ears and noses never stop growing, so as they get older, they have longer ears. Are you sure that's just men? And Jay goes... <laughs> She goes, why are you pointing at me? What? Why? Well, I was like, no, 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 I'm just saying, like, you have long ears. I'm not sure if, were they always that way, or were they... <laughs> and uh, still, I don't have the drink in my face. That's not... Th th that's early on in the dinner. <laughs> Later on, the, the restaurant's getting more and more full, so it gets harder for her to hear, so she just keeps having to ask, like, what did, what's funny? Why, did, why, why are they laughing? What did he say? And I was like, you got all that ear, and you can't hear... On what... <laughs> <laughs> Still no drink in my face. Wow. Still no drink in my face. And then they get the check, and everybody's getting ready to go. She goes, what's happening? What are we doing? And I go, I take her hand, I go, we're going now. <laughs> we're all going home. It's 8 o'clock. Thank you so much for staying up so late. We appreciate it. <laughs> I deserved it. You're lucky it was a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a steak knife. Yeah. I think um, that's round one. You know, this, this, this relationship between the uh, Roman and Jerry, uh, can we expect more of it? Is there going is is to be more of it this well, season? Well, I don't know. We're both uh, still in the show. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're people only... want to see where this is going. I, don't, I actually don't know. When people ask, like, I don't want spoilers. Like, I don't know up until we get the next script. We just got an early draft of episode four. So, I haven't really... I don't know beyond that. So, so have you shot one through three? Uh, I've, I have not shot any of one. We've had to jump ahead to two and three, so. Okay. All right. So, yeah, but I know, sorry, I've had, I've, I've done some work with Jay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've done some work Ooh. with Jay? I don't know. Ooh. People, people want anything. They've done scene work. Mm. Okay. <laughs> we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Kieran Culkin, everybody. Stick around. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody. We're back here with Karen Culkin from HBO's Succession. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Alexander Skarsgård, is he back? You know, he's the Oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to even <laughs> say either. You can't, can yeah. you, can, you can say that? Probably. What? Probably? I'll say that, uh, probably get mad at me if I even say that. 
uh, I don't know. Uh, in script so far, I have not seen him. No, that's not true. Maybe I have. So he's definitely back. So he's he's maybe back, but he's also maybe not back. How about that? You've been to be you've been like uh, like uh, Croatia. We did Croatia. Croatia was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And can you and can you tell me any place that you're going the special this year? I specifically cannot. You specifically cannot. I asked today. I was like, oh, I told. Are we shooting in there? Like, don't say anything. Okay. Who cares? It's a location where we're shooting. But... Oh, exactly. But that you can't give away the location, yeah, even who... though even though I know where it is. And I even though you know, I, I, know, I know, and you know because you told my producer before you asked. Whether That's you can true. tell anybody. That's true. So are you gonna <laughs> So I could say it right now. I could open my mouth and say it right totally. now, and there's nothing you could do about it. And they it. were they were so happy with me today when I asked permission. They were like, thank you so much for asking. No, don't tell them. Don't tell them we love okay. you for asking thank you, and then you're just gonna ruin it. For I'm me. not going to because I feel special. You're having gonna sneeze a it, aren't you? You're just I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, gonna do I'm not gonna it. do nothing. All right. I'm just gonna say to everybody in the world, wouldn't you like to know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, uh, uh, is, are you guys having like any kind of Emmys party or anything like that out I there? No. If there is, invite me or I tell everybody where you're shooting. <laughs> the deal? The deal? There. All right. There's that one. goes for me and my whole show. Okay. Now, when we were here last fall, uh, other people in the cast said you're the biggest cursor. You're the best, mm -hmm. biggest cursor cusser, you know, uh, bomb dropper on the set. Not in character, Whoops. you. Yeah, okay? I guess. Is that hard to turn off or you're not turning anything on or off? Because you have kids, right? I got kids and, and my daughter's just at an age now where she just repeats everything. So what is she... I try to, but I don't know how. I never had a filter since I was a kid. I had a tutor when I was nine years old who I remember cursing in front of me. She goes, don't, it's just a word. Say whatever you want. Just say, and I just said all the words. She goes, that's great. So from the age of nine, I feel like I've been conditioned to just, meh. So I just let loose and my daughter will repeat things sometimes. But um, the other day, actually my wife doesn't know this yet, so this is kind of a fun way for her to find out. Uh, she was, she had like a bad night's sleep. So I said, you sleep in, I'll take the kids and you know, give them breakfast and stuff. Got my boy in the high chair and my daughter, I'm making them oatmeal. They're both, you know, gonna have oatmeal. And as I'm making it, I just think of something I did at work that I could have done better and I just went, and I hear my daughter go, Daddy, what the is? <laughs> and I just I sort of like keep making the other Daddy? 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 Yeah, honey, what? I can hear you. Say, what the is? Ignore it. Daddy, you want that peach, sweetheart? I got a peach for you. You said you wanted a peach? So go make that, because I felt like my options were like, I felt like I had like two or three options there. It was like, do what I just did. Yes. Ignore it, and then give her a peach. Uh, which is what I did. Then there was like my instinct, which was to just laugh my ass off. But then that encourages it. And then there's yeah. like the good parenting thing, which would be to like take a knee and explain to her that that is a bad word that daddy said and that you shouldn't do it. But I know my daughter and if I did that, she was like, she would just have one in the chamber at all times going, I can drop off <laughs> at any point and ruin your day. So when she's older, she's going to associate that word with getting a treat. Yes. I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. Father of the year. We have to take a, a little bit of a break here, but when we come back, I will ask Kieran about a particular acting skill he has that pisses off Brian Cox. Stick around. <laughs>
with Karen Culkin. There you go. <laughs> Okie dokie. So you, you've been acting since you were six, as yeah. you were saying, and you said you, you had a pretty good experience uh, as a child actor. Not I everybody like it, does, yeah. but you had a, you, you said you had a pretty good time. I did, although I just realized my first acting experience was like a, a commercial I did. It was, uh, something I was six, so I don't really know what it was, but it was something about like learning disabilities, and they had to. The uh, the idea was I was standing in front of a chalkboard, and they like uh, the people kids were yelling at me, calling me an idiot or stupid or something like that. But I remember like that's how I started acting was I was doing that and the director was yelling things at me like idiot stupid moron like to try to like get me into it I guess or something so make I, I, it explains me a bit I think and, and my person are there any things you learned like any like, any sort of tricks you picked up as a young actor that yeah. still like still are useful now I'm really glad I did it as a kid there's almost when it comes to the acting part of it like I, there's almost nothing I've taken from like childhood into what I do now but there's like little it's like, I learn lines incredibly fast now because I've just been doing it since I was six. Yeah. So, uh, so that's like, it's almost like a fun party trick. It pissed off Brian Cox one day. Um, who plays Logan Roy. Who plays Logan Roy, yeah. It, because uh, he's, he's been acting for a very long time, but he has a process and it takes him a very long time, I guess, to learn lines. And we showed up on set one day and we got to rehearse and I was like, we're doing this scene? I don't know it. I, th I didn't know we were shooting this scene today, so like, I looked it over and we did like a quick rehearsal as I like read the script, and then I had to go get dressed, getting ready, and Brian wanted to run the lines. I was like, stop it, looked at it. So I did it on the page, and we were halfway through, and we got called to set, and I dropped it, and he goes, do you know what? I said, I don't know, we'll see. And we shot it, and I just knew it. It just came out, I just did it. And then he goes, when did you learn that? Just now? Went, yeah, just now. He went, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> so mad. <laughs> I was up all night learning it. Well, good luck at the Emmys. Oh, yeah. And I'll see you at the party. Oh, damn it. Succession is available on HBO Max. Karen Culkin, everybody. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube.